0: Two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cultural Inquiry Podcast. This is your host Fabroon, and I'm Fisher. And uh, you may notice that our co-host Zach is not with us today. Unfortunately, he's a bit under the weather, and we might be recording a couple more episodes over the next week. Uh, and he might still be sick. Um, we just give your well wishes if you uh, you know know where he is. Send us some love. And uh, we have love a lovely him. guest with us today. Her name is Maria Reynoso. She is the the manager. Of the We Vote VA Instagram page. Uh, do you want to give us a brief introduction, Maria?
1: Hi. Yes, my name is Maria Reynoso, As you guys said, and I am the editor and creator of We Vote, basically a political reference page based all around local news, politics, elections, and a lot more in Virginia.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, well. Now, as you mentioned before we started recording, you wanted to make sure that people knew that any uh, views you voice are your own and not reflective of the page, and that your page is uh, specifically geared toward giving all the information and not to have any biases. Um, So we want to just make sure everybody is aware of that fact. Um, Maria was very fortunate uh, to give us her time. She even said that this was her first podcast, so we're very honored.
2: Very honored. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good to have you here.
0: Um, Now, you have quite the bit of a uh, following on your Instagram page, Um, you know, for a local page especially. Um, I wanted to get an idea of what you thought your biggest successes were for your group and um, maybe we can start there. Why don't you tell us what your uh, biggest successes are?
1: Yeah, so I think um, one of the biggest things that hit off on the page, um, maybe not initially, but I think just with time, was actually the Virginia updates um, that I would post every Monday. Um, Yeah. of just um, what I think are kind of like um, important news that really isn't highlighted in um, I think like would you see on cable news, and I just kind of um, did my research, gathered up the information, and kind of packaged it up in this kind of nice infographic. Um, and I, I love
0: the infographs <laughs> I'm a graphic yeah. designer, so they're very appealing.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's been really fun, you know, and, and I think really information that I think I would have seen normally on cable TV. Mm-hmm. So, um. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of bit of background, I studied political science and history and I got my degree in political science and history. Um, so I felt I was sort of qualified <laughs> um, to kind of put this together. Research uh, skills are strong enough to, again, put this out, be again, a reliable source of information for people to read.
0: Well, that's great. it's a it's a very helpful page. Um, I mean, I was able to go through it and get uh, gather quite a bit of information. Um, you You make really good infographs, as you said. you, You post up local news that you would hope to find on cable news, but unfortunately, some things get missed. Um, And, you know, we've talked a lot on this podcast about how um, just general mainstream news is very... mm, I want to say nice words, but... They're on all the time. Yeah, they're, they're on all the time, so they have to just go with, the biggest issues, and they gloss over basically everything that's, I would say, is important.
2: It's a little sensational sometimes. Mm-hmm, that's
0: for sure. Uh, now, you know, with everything going on, um, I know you're doing your part in making sure that people are informed, um, but how large of a turnout do you think there will be with uh, the youth voters this year? Uh,
1: wow. Well, um, I definitely feel like we can I feel a sense of energy right amongst youth voters. Um, and just from the activity, um, maybe just uh, more on my side, um, just from what I've seen on the page, um, it, uh, for the most part, youth voters seem maybe enthusiastic, but also, um, so I think uh, maybe with the combination of both, we can see um, a big turnout. Um, but it's also kind of hoping that we're also, also you know, keeping each other accountable, um, and going. To... Oh.
0: Oh, you cut out right there. What did you say after you said uh, keeping accountable?
1: Oh, yeah, just keeping each other accountable, making sure that, you know, if I'm voting, I'm texting a friend and saying, hey, just making sure that you're voting too. Um, That's right.
0: Get that vote, King, Queens, all you peoples. I mean, I totally agree with you. You know, anytime I can, I make sure that I tell people go out and vote. It's important to vote. Um, I've always said, um, you know, you don't have to vote for the mainstream parties. Um, You can vote any way you'd like, um... Uh, you, you know, it doesn't matter what your uh, uh, political views are, in my opinion, it's more important that you get out and vote and show what your ideology is, what represents you by the people you vote for. And I would have to say I, I agree with you fully. I think there will be probably uh, about on par with the 2016 uh, youth turnout, maybe a little bit more, um, just because I feel like Trump is such a divisive character. Um... And I feel like though a lot of youth might feel disenfranchised with the loss of uh, Bernie Sanders in the primary, um, you can still say that there is uh, that fervor against Donald Trump. And I think that one kind of, there was two real big uh, issues for youth voters, which was, you know, making sure, and I'm not going to speak for everybody, but making sure that uh, Donald Trump, who is a very divisive figure, um, uh, that he gets out of the White House because he does quite a bit of damage and also I think Bernie Sanders as well had a lot of momentum and brought in a lot of newer voters got them registered, got them to vote in the primaries and stuff like that um, that I think that they have been introduced to uh, voting in general and that they would be interested in just casting their ballot um, this time around um, so I, I think I think that's uh, about right. What do you think, Fisher?
2: Yeah, I mean certainly Trump is like a really divisive force in uh in this election. What I'm really interested about though is like I mean, you know, typically youth voter turnout is low, right? I can imagine that for the presidential election it'll probably be higher this year just because it seems like such a consequential election. Um but when it comes to areas of like local elections, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a youth myself, and it, it's hard to kind of keep on track with you know all the local elections that are that are running along. So, I guess my uh, a question for you might be, you know, uh, how do you think you can use your page to encourage people to get involved in local politics?
1: Um, yeah, absolutely, and I'm actually really glad you asked that, just because. Um, well, actually, I've been also uh, along with the page. Um, I also have this. Uh, I have this new Wednesday post that it's all exclusively elections, and just yesterday I posted um, a meet the candidates where you get to meet every candidate running in every congressional district in Virginia. Yeah, that um, was really
0: good. Wow, I like it. Like <laughs> and so
1: it's it's you know it's it's nice because you get to see um, a picture of the candidate. Uh, you get uh, you have their website of course, um, key issues, and I think um, you know when you really highlight local candidates, you have to get to see kind of a more diverse range of candidates versus just what you see kind of on the presidential scale. Um, I think more people really should get involved in local politics because you, you really will be surprised at how well-rounded some of these candidates are. Um, so I'm hoping with um, both you know, my page, but also with people sharing and talking to their friends about it, and you know, friends and family, um, I'm hoping we can build more excitement for local elections because they really do matter. And they really are more consequential, at least in, in my personal opinion, um, than you know, federal elections. Right. right,
0: yeah, that's for sure. Do you believe that uh, youth voters could uh, ever form a coalition that pushes issues uh, that are most important to people uh, under the age of thirty?
1: I definitely believe we can. Um, I I think just sometimes it seems unfortunate that um, sometimes youth voters aren't taken as seriously as we should be. Mm -hmm. Um, The kind of challenge will be, you know, to have that kind of um, have other representatives, um, maybe who are. Uh, have spent some time in Congress or have some experience um, to hear us out and take us seriously. And if yeah. it's in kind of that same, same level of respect um, with o- with other officials who know that, you know, young people's concerns are actual concerns that they should be, you know, taking into consideration when passing laws, um, then we can hopefully get to that next step. For
0: sure. For sure. Well, I, I appreciate the answer. You know, we actually had uh, Willie, uh, Willie Deutsch on. Um, he was the one of the youngest members to ever be elected to the um, school board uh, here in Prince William County. Um, and while I don't necessarily agree with all his politics, um, he did make sure that um, his own political views were uh, they were reflected in his votes. But he also made sure he he understood um, what it took to be an elected official on the school board, and that it wasn't just national. Um, issues. He made a very clear point that the issues, and this goes back to what you're saying uh, before, how important local elections are. Um, but local local politics affects you more than like anything on the national level. Uh, I mean, people like, for example, people always want to talk about, or younger voters, I would say, would like to talk about um, the legalization um, of cannabis, for example. Um, and, uh, you know, on a, if you look at it on a local level, you can get those, if you, you know, get those youth voters to come out, support the candidates that might be more in favor, that kind of stuff. You can easily turn uh, your state into one that is pro anything. Um, with a couple of votes, like uh, in Rhode Island recently, they had uh, seven, it's projected that seven new progressive candidates will have defeated incumbent Democrats in their primaries. And that's, that's, and they've been in there for years, some of these people. It just goes to show what a couple of door knockers, uh, like 900 doors can do for any district. I mean, that's, you knock on one door, that person talks to their family, that might be local, and then boom, word of mouth spreads. Um, And I think that's, I think it's pretty crazy what can be done on the local level as opposed to the national level where there's complete gridlock. Now, do you find that uh, on the national level there is that kind of gridlock or do you feel like um, that they're doing everything that they can, as some people might say? I wouldn't, but some people might say it.
1: <laughs> um, you know, it, it's so hard to stay nice. <laughs> um,
0: That's for sure. We don't have to. Yeah, you, you can go in on them. We, we don't have mind. Have to be nice. Again, we've made it very clear that your what you're expressing on here is your own personal views and not reflective of your Instagram page.
1: Yeah, you're right. Uh, well, in that case, <laughs> no. But oh I'm, boy, <laughs> come on, right, like let's be serious. It's it's so hard to not see that it's such. I mean, it's it's almost disappointing, right, to like see that there's always so much just like partisan, just like partisan bickering that. Is, I don't want to say it's for show, but it almost feels like it is. And that's so disappointing as a young voter, mm-hmm. um, which is why, again, like I, I, I wanted to focus more on local elections, because you can see people there who are actually working um, collaboratively, even if you don't. Even if you're a Democrat or a Republican or a strong Democrat or strong Republican, um, our congresspeople, at least I believe in Virginia from what I've seen. They're pretty collaborative for the most part, and that's something that I've been very hopeful about, which is why I think again just geared towards more local elections now. Um, and again, I, that's why <laughs> local elections is just, yeah, lots of gridlock, lots of partisanship um,
2: at the local level?
1: Oh sorry uh, on <laughs> on the the federal level.. Gotcha.
2: So you're saying at the local level, it's it's a lot easier for people to cooperate regardless of their political views
1: yes for sure and and like i said just from what i've seen um especially reading um a lot more into the candidates and, and keeping up to date on our representatives um again from what i've seen i've been pleasantly surprised to see that they really are collaborating together on a lot of really important issues
0: right yeah that's for sure i mean even despite that you know uh they're, they're able to make some really good concessions uh we actually had um another shout out to one of our former uh, 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 people who came on, um, Justin Wilk. He's a s- current school board member here in the Prince William County area. Um, he's uh, what I would dub as a moderate. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he's Democrat-endorsed, but obviously the school board is a non-party-affiliated uh, position, just so y'all know. And he's always talked about um, making the compromise, making it work, and making everybody on the board comp- uh, comfortable. Uh, what's more important for him is that everybody agrees on something than only just a small, like, the small majority. And I think that's, uh, it's very reflective in his in his votes and his views, um, but I think that's a very important way to go about politics. But at, at, for me, personally, I find it very difficult to allow myself to compromise on some views. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I there's are some things I'm just unwilling to compromise on, like Medicare for All, Universal College. Um, those are the two things that I would say are the most important things that we can do in this country to really help people. Um, are there views that you have that you feel need to be pushed more um, on the local or federal level?
1: First, I, I strongly support both of those. Um, first, because, you know, I think... Uh, well, I'll, I'll just kind of give a little bit into my um, personal. I have someone in my family who has diabetes and so just kind of knowing and seeing that whole process of having um, you know to struggle sometimes to, to pay it because it's very expensive
0: right um, and just to clarify you said uh, diabetes correct
1: yes type 1 diabetes
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so very common right um, I believe something right 50% of the uh, American population have some form of diabetes um, so you know just kind of realizing how common it is but also how expensive it is still Um. Mm-hmm. And very hard for someone, especially if you don't have the financial means um, to kind of take care, you know, to, to, to take care. There's this um, this health issue that, you know, you might have not even brought upon yourself. It just kind of happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Universal education. Um, I'm a college student. You know, I'm graduated now um, and I have to deal with those. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Um, so, yeah, both of those uh, issues, I think, are extremely important. Um, but then also, um, you know, climate change, the environment. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Yep. That's... See, Oregon
0: was red. <laughs> oh
2: my well, I thought it was yeah. uh, San Francisco too.
0: That too. I mean, I, basically, a lot of places on the west coast were deep hue red. Yeah, I, I didn't.
2: Uh, I didn't look into why that happened.
0: Uh, there were. I'm pretty sure it's due to wildfires in uh, Oregon yeah, that, that are, uh, and then there was a, a strange wind event um, that um. caused the, like just basically the uh, smoke and everything to just blow
2: everywhere man oh geez
0: yeah. yeah
1: i believe one of those instances it was actually a gender reveal that had
0: to <laughs> yeah, yeah i i did see that i did see that it's kind of wild like uh i believe that was in arizona i at least i saw one that was in arizona and then they're like oh boy it's a boy and then just fire like instantly everywhere everybody's like we need to evacuate we need to go and i'm like man what are you thinking what are you thinking Like, uh, my lovely wife was actually, she used to live in Arizona, and, uh, she was telling me that the grass over there and all the lovely, uh, dry, dry, uh, foliage is so easy to burn that she's seen stuff like that happen off of just, like, a match, stuff like that. I was just like, oh my lord. And you're, like, who would think that doing that is a smart idea? Apparently, our beautiful border agents because that's what he was good Hmm gives me extra confidence in what's going on down there um, But uh, you know I, You know, I guess this this may be you may have already said it But w- what are you really hoping to achieve with your uh, Instagram page? Is it uh, more about making it recreated in? Uh, other states or is it mainly just making sure that people in Virginia are well-informed? What would you say your goals are?
1: Um, well, first and foremost, yeah, um, definitely educating Virginia voters, um, hopefully getting excited about um, just local news and elections um, and kind of local politics is really great. Right? Um, I just, you know, I, just over the last few years, I, it's really discouraging, again, how much people kind of don't trust politics now. Uh, um, that's for sure I, maybe i'm just maybe i'm just like an optimist and i like to believe that um you know we can actually work together and get things done um
0: that's crazy what
1: <laughs> yeah right like um, <laughs>
0: <Did you imagine laughs> all 800 bills on mitch mcconnell's desk just for them to vote on them what
1: yeah right <laughs> um so again you know it's it's and I can see why people are so discouraged, right? So I think, again, if, if we can turn it inward, um, where maybe it's it, it could be definitely a little bit easier, um, our our voices are definitely more, are louder to our local It really does mean something to them. If, you know, a few houses down from them in some cases. So again, I, I think more than anything, hopefully getting people knowledgeable and excited about getting involved in their local elections. Because um, it really is much more manageable than anything. And I think we think sometimes. Um, so hopefully, um, Virginians engaged in local elections, uh, local politics, hopefully getting more involved within their community as well. There are so many great resources that um, Virginia offers. Um, and I see them pretty much on my page daily. Um, I would just hope that um, instead of, you know, turning towards what you see on cable TV, where sometimes it's just, just like, like we mentioned, just a bunch of cha- chaotic partisanship sometimes. Um, yes. Again, look inward with local elections where you can have free activities within your community. Um, you know they have sometimes like free business startup for local business owners. Um, schools sometimes give away free food, which is really fantastic for anyone who. I'm aware, I'm trying to get some. Yeah, is, for people is... who might not have the means to get their own food sometimes.
0: I wanted to ask you: um, Is there like is there a a blueprint that you might have that would? properly be able to be implemented anywhere like how did you get this group or this this page and everything started um just so other people who might have be interested in starting something in their state or something like that would be able to recreate it more
1: easily absolutely um so i definitely have started a template on what like if anyone were to ever be interested um, in doing something in their state um, this is something that I've been working on kind of on the side, just because, again, I've noticed that we vote VA has been kind of growing a little bit more. Um, and people have, to have definitely asked me um, of any ways they can do it in their state. So that's something I'm actually working on right now.
2: We were talking ab- about this a few episodes ago, um, but I think it would be good to talk about again. I'm sure there are a lot of concerns about, like, regarding the coronavirus and voting, um, about, like, getting people to actually vote. And I know there's a way for people to, not only to vote like absentee or by mail, but also at the registrar's office ahead of election day. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Um, so I actually have a quick little like chart of important dates. You want me to okay. shut those out? Oh, cool.
0: I did see that lovely little chart. It is great. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: That's right. Go to. Yeah. So,
0: so the rate first, rate
1: first thing day. In the I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I was just—I was just shouting out your Instagram page. That's all.
1: Thank you very much.
0: It's an um, excellent
1: one. Well, thank you. Yeah. So it's we Vote VA, Um and the first very big important date that we should all remember is September 18th of 2020, um, and that will be the very first day you can start early voting in person. And like you guys mentioned, you can do that at your local registrar's office. Um, and if you'd like to find that, you can either go to um, the Virginia Department of Elections website, and it'll have it right on the front page. Luckily, they are having like an all voter. Um, Or you could head over to WeVoteVA, of course. um, And I actually have a voter guide linked in my bio.
2: Amazing. Very helpful.
1: Um, And then the second important date to remember is October 13th, which is the last day to register to vote. Um, So I would highly encourage everyone to register to vote if you haven't already. Um, And then you can call your mom, dad, neighbor, (laughs) and everyone else you know to make sure that they're registered as well.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Well, we appreciate the breakdown. That's yeah. That's, that's very, very extensive. I, I figured
2: you would have some really good information on that, which is why I asked.
1: <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. Um, and if you want, sorry, I can finish off. <laughs> um, oh, sure. October thirty. Sorry, October twenty third will be the deadline to request an absentee ballot. Of um, course, absentee ballots are safe. Um, no. <laughs> um, so obviously, um, but you know, kind of considering, you know. Um, any deadlines with um, the Um, postal? with the uh, Virginia Department of Elections is recommending everyone to and if you are going to vote by mail um, request your vote by mail absentee ballot as soon as possible Um, and then the last day to vote in person will be October 30th Um, and then again the last important date will be November 3rd which is election day and polls will be open from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m.
2: that's nice. That's nice I have a I have a friend he just the one only the one (laughs) and he doesn't vote like he he makes the choice every year not to vote um because he feels like um he feels like his vote doesn't matter and he also feels like he's not going to take enough time to actually like read up on every candidate to like make an informed decision, so he just decides not to. What would you say to someone like him?
1: Oh no! Well, first, <laughs> that's so uh, <trying> well. First, <laughs> uh, well, first and foremost, their vote absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know it's interesting because the way I kind of frame the idea is kind of like let's say um, for some, reason you were able to choose your boss, right? If you were able to choose or the CEO of your company, who would you, um? You know, these are people who are going to structure the environment around you. Um, So, kind of seeing it as like the the next person who can kind of manage your area um, might be waiting, hopefully, wait (laughs) to encourage someone to vote. Again, the reality is that local elections really do matter. Um, And things out, you know, we have representatives right now who are running who like eliminating student debt, um, which is super exciting, and it's you know. That's not really something that you're seeing right now um <laughs> larger figures right especially on i get right now on the presidential campaigns um turning to those things and first learning also what some of the issues that they care about um like friend of yours uh, maybe someone who's a younger voter again interested in um also looking toward climate change and health care as well
0: yeah I think, uh, yeah, the getting student debt, um, just uh, universal uh, college, um, climate change, all that stuff is incredibly important. But what I would say to your friend is that they should go to Instagram to we hyphen vote hyphen VA and get informed. All right. Yeah,
2: uh, that's probably one of the best ways to get informed, I would say. That's for sure. (laughs) About all things voting at the very least.
0: That's right. That's right. Now, the last thing um, we want to get is just an idea of what the most important uh, policy issues are for you in the upcoming elections on the national and local level.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Um, That's a bit of a thinker right there.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So we can start on the local level. Um, Just kind of, you know, looking at Virginia, Virginia definitely is would say like a light blue maybe leaning to a stronger blue um but definitely like a <laughs> teal yeah um so i think um just from what i've seen again and what candidates have highlighted it definitely looks like first covid covid is definitely one of the biggest um issues right now is is the handling of covid mm-hmm. it hasn't been handled very well on what really uh, on the national level um uh but, you know, I think luckily we've, um, from what I've seen, uh, Virginia is trying, I will say, um, not fake trying, like actually kind of trying <laughs> um, to make sure that things are doing okay, um, but they can always be better. So again, um, right now, it looks like COVID, uh, the handling of COVID-19 is a very important issue. Mm-hmm. Um, second, healthcare. Healthcare has always seemed to be a very important issue here in Virginia. Um, so we could definitely see that. Um, and actually a rising issue that I think some people aren't thinking about is broadband access. Um, So I definitely keep a lookout for that as well as being kind of a more important issue.
0: Yeah, uh, Qasim Rashid, he's going for the, I believe, the uh, first district here in Virginia. Um, He's been making it a big point to make um, uh, broadband access uh, very available to the people of his district.
1: You know, considering again, you know, COVID, um, a lot of schools right now, they're online. um, And, you know, we're, we're really starting to reckon with the disparities within our education system. I think again, this issue of broadband, um, it's definitely been heightened by him and and again, a lot of other candidates, and I can only see it getting becoming again just a larger issue. Um, Of course, we want to hope that you know the the handling of COVID gets better, but if we kind of keep going to the trajectory that we're at right now, um, and we still stay with online learning, it's definitely going to become a much larger issue.
0: Well, I, I mean, I would say those are fantastic issues on the local level, and both the you know the national level being uh, COVID being probably the biggest issue for voters, um, all around. Um, uh, the one thing I would say that I find, um, I think broadband access is very important, but I think what's more important is to be having the reality that internet is essentially a utility now. I mean, you need it. You absolutely need the internet right now and some people are starting to recognize that and uh, like you're saying it's starting to get become a bigger issue for a lot of people because basically everything's online at this point um but you know i have uh my wife has family um that uh lives in a state that uh is not i wouldn't say they're not taking it seriously that's just me being kind though um they have the kids going to school, Um, you know, there's not really a lot of masks uh, being seen from what I've been told, and it really worries me about the effects on uh, what people would call like the Bible Belt or like just general red states. I mean, granted, I don't agree with their politics generally, Um, but it's not like I want to see any of them die from a disease that's what I could say is rather preventable, you know, wearing masks, you know, having a government that actually gives a shit, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, and they even have like, there's many issues with, uh, uh, like internet access. In fact, my wife was telling me her grandfather still has dial up. I think he upgraded recently, but yeah, I know crazy, right? No, he still has dial-up. I've just got it confirmed. He still has dial-up. Yeah. If if you call him, everything's over, for whatever he's doing on the internet. Just it's rough. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time, Maria. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, we really enjoy what you're doing with We Vote VA. Um, we can't recommend it enough. Um, I just gotta say thank you. Thank you for giving us your time. Thank you for letting us be your first podcast. It's a great honor and uh, we really hope that uh, we're able to drive a little more traffic to you, to you because I think it's incredibly important to get some people to be informed and you've done a great job in making sure people are informed
1: oh well thanks guys first I mean I really appreciate you having me of course right you guys are the first podcast I've been on and I hope I didn't mess up too much um, no but again I really appreciate you know the work that you're doing I actually um, I might have not mentioned it but I actually did look into your podcast and I think uh-huh. I hope did- Wait, sorry, what'd you, what'd you say? Oh, um, I, d- I said I actually did look into your podcast and I've listened to pretty much all your podcasts, so you've already gained a fan. So thanks, guys. Oh, oh wonderful,
0: thank you so much. We just got an endorsement from Maria Reynoso over at the we Vote VA Instagram page. So that's, that's big. That's a big endorsement right there. Yes. Thank you so much. You're basically our first local celebrity. We're starstruck. Yeah, yeah. And now is there any like live criticism that you want to give uh, Fisher? Because obviously you wouldn't have any criticism <laughs> with me. Um, cause you know, obviously I do a great job, but you know,
2: I know I could always do better. So that's not true. I'm always looking for don't tips, let my so. jokes get <laughs> too picture. <bitter. laughs> <laughs> no, I know I'm amazing.
0: That's true. Yeah. I would agree. But well, again, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for being a fan. We're a big fan of your page. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and uh, sign off. This is the Cultural Inquiry Podcast. Thank you so much, Maria. Uh, is there anything you want to leave us off on? Some words of wisdom from our local celebrity. <laughs>
1: Um, first and foremost just register to vote if you haven't already or update your voter registration um, make a plan you know call a member and you know more than anything your vote absolutely matters um, your voice matters and your ideas matter um, so please let that be something that you carry with you and you take to the voter box
0: all votes matter that's right thank you so much Maria have a good one
1: thank you nice you as well this is
0: the Cultural Inquiry signing off See you next time. Thank you so much, Maria. We really appreciate it.